Hello, everybody. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Uh, Bobby the Awesome here. And we have a returning guest, Bernie Z Zeigler. I, I wanted to mess that up. I'm so sorry. Welcome back, Bernie. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, getting over some health issues, but I'm doing good. Good, good. Um, so I asked you, what do we want to chat about today? And it sounds like you have some some changes since the last time we talked. So I'm going to I'm just going to give you the floor to to kick off where you want. And I may butt in and ask questions for clarification. Yeah. Well, about about a year ago, we went from being problem gambling, hoping to recovery to people growing, hoping recovery on, on, on Facebook. But we also at that time went 501c3, which allows for people to be able to donate and, and get tax deduction for it. One of the biggest things about that is also one that they can get a higher deduction rate because it's, I can't remember the exact clarification, but basically we're not intended to make any money in any way, shape or form. And a lot of it's volunteer. So what we're going to be doing is basically setting up so that we have the, the meetings for Zoom. We're going to be getting a website get back up that we, we had a website that went down. But when we went 501c3, it allowed for a lot of things as far as resources. So we now have some resources to create material digitally that don't cost us anything. We have our own combo book, which is instead of the short version, it's like 30 some pages and it has some different perspectives on thing. We look we look at the steps a little bit differently because basically we look back to the idea that recovery isn't about the addiction, it's about going forward. And we've we've kind of changed our, our perspective on the steps a lot more over over time. We've got some we've got a book out there that talks about it. The biggest change has been that we don't eliminate family members. If there's somebody that wants to come in for the meeting, we don't allow mistreatment. But we do allow for some flexibility for people to come. We have we're working on getting some some things up so that people can get treatment, um, inpatient, hopefully in the near in the future. But at the moment, we have been doing meeting. We've been we scaled back on meetings. We're scaling back up. We've got them coming out of Australia, the United States. At the moment, we're hoping to get some other countries involved. We'll have language translation for materials, and at present. I, I've been the one doing the, the writing. We've got like 12 books that are connected with, with PGHR now. And wow. like I said, it went from problem gambling, hope and recovery to people growing hope and recovery and focusing on the idea that we're looking forward rather than in the rear view mirror all the time. So just to clarify for the audience, P, I'm, I'm going to mess up the initials, but essentially this started as um, an enhancement or a personal um or group way of supporting gamblers anonymous or using gamblers anonymous when you talked you mentioned the combo book so like let's just give some clarity for the audience so this is kind of this program has evolved it, off of 12 step is that a fair way to say it, it it's grown out of the history of 12 step which goes back well before um aa actually it goes back to the Oxford group and all that stuff, but it also goes back to a time BC where they had a archaeological thing. And so we focused on the statement that was made at that at that dig. And the dig that they found where they found a winery over here, a vineyard over here, 
And along in that same area, they had a fire pit. And the fire pit had a document there and it had all these different types of things that people were addicted to at the time. And the document had something loosely translated that said, we fall down, or I fall down, we get back up to be better than we were before, which is the foundation of the 12 steps when you boil it down. Yeah. Because I do my addiction and it destroys me. But in order to get back up, we need the community. We need our family. We need friends. We need people that we may have lost. We regain in the process of recovery. And we've changed the idea of, of meeting to being, we have classroom meetings where we learn about our recovery and we work with people that have an addiction. And then we have the meetings we have every day when we get up. Because when we get up, the first meeting we have is we get up and we are seeing our environment around us. We have to brush our teeth and all that stuff. Those are all, when you're living life and you're doing things that are life oriented, back with your grandkids, back with your kids, involved in things that you weren't involved in with your addiction, that's a meeting too, because basically it allows you to see that you're connected to others. The main focus is the idea of connection. Um, the 12 steps broken down goes to co connection, correction, and direction. Connection with our higher power and other people, correction of mistakes from the past and doing something different and finding a direction to go forward, which is basically things similar to what, what I've seen with 321 um, happening. You've kind of evolved into something that's moving you forward rather than staying stuck in the past. And PGHR is the idea of looking forward. If you drive a car down the road, you don't want to be looking in the rearview mirror all the time because you won't see the car in front of you. The yeah. same thing applies for the addiction. If we're looking in the rearview mirror all the time and seeing all the negative behind us, we're not going to see the, the things that we're going to run into in, in front of us and focusing on going forward. Yeah, I get that. And and kudos to you and your group for evolving um, and being open-minded enough to, um, you know, look at it and, and figure out what that perspective that will best work to, to serve others. So that's, that's pretty amazing. It, it takes out the religious aspect too. Basically it doesn't matter what you believe because it's from where you're at, not where somebody else tells you to be at. And I've, I've been in ones where they basically say, you have to believe this, or you have to believe this, or this is the only way. And the 12 steps are more of a map than an actual, that's the way it's done. Some people can, can see a little bit further ahead. Part of me wishes they would have used the 12th step, a part of the 12th step in, in the first step, because in that 12th step, it says in all of our affairs, at that point, you've taken it out of the addiction and you're moving towards everything in your life. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Um, so, so to you, like what is, it sounds like you have a couple things um, in motion. So what would your end game look like? Like what is what you want? Yeah. The end game of PGHR is to become a place where people that are looking for recovery can find recovery from the perspective of where they're at. Some people like celebrate recovery. Some people like AA, GA, they like these groups some of them have, have a religious focus. Some of them don't. We don't care. If you want to have a GA meeting within PGHR, we're fine with that. The only thing we ask is that you make sure that you're not using, they used to call it um, tough love when they'd say, you don't want it bad enough or that kind of thing. 
we don't use that language. We use, you know, we understand that you fell. Get back up. We're here to help you up. And the welcome, welcome back mentality to the fullest. You can be tough without without being in that mindset of they did something wrong. It's simply because anything can. I can stub my toe and decide I want to go gambling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anything can be a good excuse for gambling, and it can also be a good excuse for recovery. And the, the question is where you look at it from. Well, and honestly, that's where I'm kind of pausing a little. So for for part of my involvement has been I get that we don't want to hang out in the past and that recovery is about moving forward so that we can have a better life. This is this is just my view. Um however I've come to firmly believe that we're addicted because of shit that has happened in our past. We have to recognize it. We well, don't have to, we don't have to stay in it is what I'm th- basically saying. Yeah, I don't want to stay in it like victim, but in my mind, we have to address it, heal it, reconcile it, do something, acknowledge it. So I think, yeah. okay, so you're on that page too. Yeah, right. because basically what we look at is when you talk about correction, you're looking at the past, you recognize it, accept it, and look at how you want to change to be better going forward. So you do you do see it, but you see it from, from the perspective of somebody outside of the situation. Because if you go back and you, you're reliving it, um, it's traumatizing the first time. I don't know if you've ever experienced where you, you go back and you relive it, and boy, afterwards you feel you feel like you were right there. It's like having a dream that was so real that you were there. So we take the perspective of yes, you look at it, yes, you acknowledge it, but you don't put it on as owned to who you are today. It's what happened in the past. Who you are today is defined on how you change from what you did. To what you what you what you today okay I it. <laughs> it's it's a it's some some people look at it and they say i don't understand and it's basically if you look at it from all the feelings that were there and you relive those feelings it's going to kill you but if you accept the feelings you go back you look at it you know the feelings are there but they're not owned as something going on right now i mean it's sort of like you get you go go someplace and you've experienced the death and a few weeks later somebody else you know dies and you go through it over and over and over again. If you recognize the feelings, recognize what's going on, then you can deal with it differently than you did in the past. Okay. Rather than I got it now. Um, the last time we chatted, you were involved in. The, the community had really opened up, I want to say to 23 or 32, like you were talking about a lot of different addictions within the community. Is that still part of the foundation of your environment? The The foundation is we have a common, we have different addictions, but we have a common goal. So any of the addictions that are out there, any of the things that are that are causing you pain, to be post-traumatic stress, it could be any of that stuff. The healing is about doing the treatment aspect of it rather than focusing on the disease. You focus on the disease and that's so you can treat it, but you don't focus on the disease so much that you back in it. So what does treatment look like? It sounds like group therapy and meetings. Is there, is there any it, other treatment aspects? The treatment aspect of it would be to take a look at the events and figure out something that instead of, because I used to look at, look at the past and go in here and I replay it. The idea of replaying the whole tape 
put me right back into something called a self-fulfilling prophecy. I play the last 10 seconds of the event, the feelings I have at the very end, and I say, do I really want to do that again? And so the treatment is looking at what happened and realizing a change and starting to look at what are some things I can tell myself that are different. Um, and I've listened to a couple of videos recently that kind of explain it really well. And it's a TED talk that, that basically said we have 50, 50 or 500,000 thoughts a day. Of those, 80 to 90% are negative. And the concept of recovery is to take those negative ones, let them be there, but take those that 10 or 20% that's positive and use those to stay out of the addiction. Yeah. Put those in the forefront because I can beat myself up about the past all I want. All that's going to do is drag me back to it. If I can look at the past, say that's not what I want and realize some of the things that I've seen that I really truly want, which is spending time with my, my wife, spending time with, with my pet, getting out and doing things then that gives a different perspective for me. I can focus on the things that matter. Because when I went to my son's graduation, I was I was there physically, but I wasn't there mentally. And the mentally is the thinking process. So I had to kind of figure out how am I going to get my mentally present to be with my physically present when it's something positive. Because the only time my mentally present was there when I was physically in a bad place. <laughs> I, I get it for sure. Um, all right. Is there anything else that you want to mention about the group before we wrap it up? Um, only that if anybody's interested in getting some material or finding out more about us, the email of peoplegrowinghope at gmail.com, they can email, they can ask for, ask for um, some of the materials. If we've got it digitally, we'll send it to you free, free for digital. And at some point, we'll be able to set it up so that it'll be in a store and you can basically, there'll be funds set aside to pay for it for people that are struggling that can't afford it. But those that can, can, can purchase it. And some of it will be free no matter what. I mean, when you go to, when I went to a GA meeting, they gave me the combo book and that kind of stuff. But when it came down to it, they asked me for 10 bucks for the, for the meditations book. And I didn't have it at, at the beginning. When my dad passed away, I had the money. I bought a whole bunch of them and started giving them to people. Because if you need something like that, it's better for them to have it in the beginning. And most most addicts, whether it's gambling or anything, the the biggest problem they have is this: they can't afford treatment, so they can't get into treatment. We're working on trying, finding a way to bridge that, so they have the ability to get the treatment and the ability to give back when they when they get back on their feet, they can give back. That way. It's, if it's helped you, you've got way, a way to contribute to help somebody else. And the idea is service is giving back to your family. Service is everything you do in life. And if you focus on service being just for the program, you end up becoming addicted to that service. I was a trustee for nine or 10 months for GA. And what I saw reminded me of my addiction. I shouldn't say that, but I'm going to, <laughs> because everybody had such a big ego about what, the, you know, they were fighting over changing words. I'm like, what the heck? One word is not going to kill somebody. You know what I mean? 
I, I, well, I have seen, you know, everything's flawed, right? Everything yep. is, is in this world that you and I are living in and advocating. It's not for, perfect. We're dealing with a bunch of addicts, like literally a bunch of addicts. So I wouldn't expect things to be perfect. Um, and I, I guess that's why they make those slogans, like take what you need and leave the rest. And yeah. you know, and that, that's our mentality with PGHRs. You take what you need and the rest of it, you put it in a file cabinet. If you need it later, you'll have it, but you don't have to take it with you. Um, how do they find you on Facebook? On Facebook, if they look for a group called People Growing Hope and Recovery, um, they will be able to find it pretty easily. Um, let me see if I can do um, I was going to, what I'll do is I'll send a link for the page, but the other thing, because we, we, we have problem gambling, hope and recover, but what we've done is we've made it, we've, we've put it secret. So it's still there, but we are avoiding having that grow because a lot of it has, you know, it has a lot of people that just seem to want to cause trouble. There's like 10% in there. Have been twisting it so now we've got the other one and we set it up so they can set up an email if they give the email then we can send them a, a schedule and they'll have all the access to the meetings and they can get reminders okay because it's set up in a way that they can put it on their own calendar get the reminder with all the information you need to get into the meeting Perfect. And it makes it a little bit a lot safer we're also doing things where we break out into smaller groups so we try to keep 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 the groups at five between five and ten and if we have more than that come then we use something called a breakout room in Zoom and we create a whole nother meeting. We might have some of it together, but when it comes to the conversation part, we break it into smaller groups so that people can get to know each other. Yeah, we've come a long way with technology. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming back and sharing your updates with us. And uh, we'll make sure that we get them out there as a, as a little bonus for the audience. Well, that sounds good. And I'll, I'll make sure that I, uh, like I said, I'll send, I'll send you a message on with the email and some information that um, email for PB people growing hope and recovery, as well as the information on the, the Facebook page and some of the other things that uh, would be available to people. Maybe even I'll probably even send you the link. I think I sent, sent you it in Messenger, but I will send you a link that people can get a hold of the history of it. So how how it all started and everything because it tells the whole story from the beginning to the end okay. um, of how we went from problem gambling hope and recovery to people growing hope and recovery and it's all about realizing it's not about me and a meeting can be anywhere it doesn't i i was in the hospital and i got told i didn't want it bad enough they thought i gambled until they found out i was in the hospital for the meeting it was kind of a downer to go to go back to the meeting and have somebody say that and i want people to know that we don't do that we 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 recognize life happens and just ask for honesty. Anyway, I'll send the information on. I apologize for rambling on. No, it's okay. It's just, um, yeah, there's so many rabbit holes to go down there. And and I just, um, I'm just choosing to not, because this was about, about promoting um, your changes and, and updates and, and sharing the good word with everyone. So um, I'm glad that we accomplished that. And, and if there's a point that you want to talk a little bit more about some details and different things, feel free to reach out to me. I'm open to it. Um, barring me having a heart attack, I'll still be around. <laughs> I've been having a lot, of, a lot of that kind of issues, but it ain't going to happen. I figure I'm going to be around for another hundred years. There you go. All right. Yeah. No heart attacks. 
All right. Well, I look forward to that information and I'll get it out for the world. Good to see you Thanks. again. Thanks. Bye-bye.